a word of encouragement from the leading brothers of the church in New York City. To uh, all the dear saints uh, in the church in New York City, uh, on behalf of the leading brothers in the church, some of us would like to pass on a word of encouragement uh, to you all. John 14, verse 1 and verse 27 say, do not let your heart be troubled. Believe into God, believe also into me. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Dear Saints, we are facing uh, an unprecedented uh, situation, uh, a kind of health crisis in this nation and actually all around the globe uh, with this coronavirus pandemic. But we want to encourage the Saints, we want to encourage all the Saints not to let our hearts be troubled. We can have, even in this situation, we can have the Lord's peace uh, in our hearts and with the full assurance that the heavens rule. The Lord is the sovereign one. The Lord is in control. And we do want to encourage the saints at such a time not to be alarmed, not to be anxious. But as it says in Philippians uh, chapter 4, that by casting all our anxieties on the Lord, uh, we can have the peace that surpasses every man's understanding. We hope that all the saints, in all the saints, uh, there would be the peace of Christ, and that we would not have the same alarm, the same kind of anxiety, the same response as people in the world. Uh, we, we're trusting in the Lord, and we're praying that the faith of the saints uh, would be strengthened at, at this time. Um, of course, in, in uh, uh, such a situation, we have to take, we have to take uh, appropriate uh, practical precautions. And uh, that is why, uh, based on the, the uh, guidelines, of both the state government and the city government, we've made some uh, changes to the way we will be meeting for the next period of time. And we don't know exactly how, how long uh, th this will be. But as we go through these changes, we, we just want to encourage one another that none would be shaken that none would be shaken. You know, in, in, in Philippians uh, 4, the verses I just alluded to, I do want to read uh, from 5 through 7. Philippians chapter 4, verses 5 through 7. Let your forbearance be known to all men. The Lord is near. The Lord is near. On one hand, that means, saints, the Lord is near presently, right now. The Lord is with us. The Lord is with all of us. On the other hand, that also means the Lord is coming. 
and his coming is near. And we do believe that we are in the last days and we have to gird ourselves up. We have to gird our ourselves up. The verses continue, in nothing be anxious, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And I'd like to, I'd like to point out, remember it says, with thanksgiving. As we pray in these days, we should not forget our thanksgiving. We should include thanksgiving. When in our prayer, even in our request, in the midst of our desperate prayer for situations and one such as this, even in the midst of this, we should pray with thanksgiving. When we do, that has the spontaneous effect to turn our eyes from the present situation to the Lord himself. Saints, we should not trust the things that are seen. We should remember that the things that are seen are temporary and the things which are not seen are eternal. This is our faith and this is our hope. Verse uh, seven continues, and the peace of God, which surpasses every man's understanding, will guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. So we are praying that all the saints' hearts in, in the church, all the saints' hearts will be guarded. All our thoughts would be guarded. We would not allow the enemy to inject the thoughts of anxiety that would shake our faith at such a time. As I mentioned before, we must be prudent to take all the appropriate precautions. Particularly, we are concerned for so many of the older saints among us. We have quite a number of saints in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, and we thank the Lord for this. This is because the church has been here for so long, and we have so many faithful saints who have been with us, and the Lord has preserved them through the decades until now, especially these saints. They are on our hearts and in our thoughts very much these days. These are the saints that are the most at risk uh, concerning the spread of this virus. We want to encourage these saints to take the utmost precaution, and in many cases, they're being cared for by family members. We want, we want these dear saints to take the precaution, even we would say for the coming weeks, it might be best just to stay home, to stay home uh, even from the, from the church meetings. And we hope that there could be some connecting, even electronically, between the senior saints during the week and for the senior saints on the Lord's Day. Um, there are other precautions which are, I think all of us have been reminded of in the news daily, uh, of, of continually washing hands and keeping proper distance. I hope we would keep all these matters. Even when we come to the meetings, we should refrain from the handshaking and that kind of greeting. Uh, we know we all love one another, but let us, let us keep these uh, precautions. But we do want to make this point uh, clear, saints. At this time, at such a time, we do not want anyone to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. We should not abandon our own assembling together. Um, that's from Hebrews 10, 24, and 25. I think one of our brothers will say a little bit more about that, uh, about that in a moment. So 
the effect on our meetings will be such. Of course, we, we all know we have nine meeting places here in New York City at present. We thank the Lord for this. And each of the halls, we have been in constant fellowship with the responsible brothers in every hall among the nine halls. And each hall is taking appropriate uh, steps uh, for the meetings beginning tomorrow morning, Lord's Day. Uh, so we want, uh, again, we want the utmost precaution that the saints would, uh, uh, any at-risk saints, any saints who are a bit sick, would stay home. The other saints, uh, in most cases, the saints will be meeting in small groups in homes, in small groups in homes, and even celebrating the Lord's table Tomorrow, uh, on, on the, starting with Lord's Day, what is the date? March 15th. So it's Lord's Day, March 15th, and for the coming weeks, we will have many Lord's Table meetings throughout New York City. Actually, this should encourage us all very much. We are going to be practicing Acts 2.46. That is the, the breaking bread from house to house. So. Uh, even such an event as this, we can see already how the Lord can turn something, can turn something to salvation. How the Lord, the Lord can cause things to work together for good to those who love him. So we will be having meetings in, mostly in homes throughout the city. Uh, however, a few of the halls, because of the size, uh, the attendance in the halls, uh, they will still be using the meeting hall facility, but taking these necessary precautions of uh, following the guidelines that are being set by both the state and the city. And that is that you cannot have a large meeting of 200, uh, more than 250, uh, but in any meeting place, the, uh, whatever room is being used, it can only be occupied by 50% uh, capacity. So. It, they, we will still use a few of the meeting halls, but there'll be a very low attendance in those halls. Somewhat, those, the meetings in those halls will also be like small group meetings. And we would encourage the saints to continue to have this, the same precautions, even keep a little di proper distance and uh, precautions with the greeting of one another. But we want to encourage all the saints enjoy the Lord together, and do not abandon uh, the assembling together. With this, with this in view, saints, we should also, as it says in Hebrews uh, 10, 24, consider one another, consider one another. And we should consider not only the saints who are with us in the meetings regularly, we should, our hearts should be broader these days and consider all the saints, all the saints who have been with us and maybe have not been with us so regularly. These saints need encouragement. These saints need assurance. These saints need to know that they still have a home. They still have a haven. We should reach out to them. If the saints are meeting in neighborhoods, in homes, this might be a good opportunity to reach out to some of these who would not make it all the way to the meeting hall, but they're in your neighborhood, they might come over to join 
one of our gatherings in, in, the coming, in the coming weeks. Let us consider one another and let us pray for one another. May the Lord use this opportunity to reach many, many who have not been with us in the recent days. Another point I would like to mention is regarding the children. Of course, if we go to the homes and even in the halls, the attendance is lower, that means uh, many families will be at home with the children and this of course affects the children's meeting. Um, we have prepared uh, some, uh, a, a file for singing time as well as for lesson, pres presentation. A few sisters each week will be gathering to have a kind of a singing with a few children in one of the uh, districts and we will be posting that. We will be posting that. We will let you know how that can be accessed. Most likely it will be on the church website in the, in the uh, page that's dedicated for the children's service. So there will be two files there, I believe, or it could be one long file of singing, a time of singing, and then a brief lesson where one or two sisters will be presenting a lesson to the children. That way, even if a family has to stay home, just the family with their own children, uh, on Lord's Day morning, you would be able to access that file and have a home children's meeting with your own children. That would be a wonderful thing if so many families are meeting Lord's Day morning with their own children, family by family. So we will be providing that week after week. Finally, I want to mention that uh, on Saturday, March 14th, the president declared that Lord's Day, March 15th, is a national day of prayer. I hope, I hope that we would uh, respond to uh, what the president mentioned. I believe many believers throughout uh, our nation are going to respond to this to pray for the Lord's will to be done uh, in the midst of this crisis. And I hope that the saints in the church would also rise up to pray as the group meetings are going on, whether on the Lord's Day or during the week. I hope we could leave some time to pray. Pray for the church in New York. Pray for the population of New York City. Pray for the Lord's testimony to spread even during this time. Pray for all the churches in the Lord's recovery and pray for our nation, even pray for the Lord's interests on the whole earth. Saints, we do trust the Lord that even such a thing, such a crisis, such a situation, the Lord can turn this to salvation. And also, we hold the Lord's promise that he will cause all things to work together for good to those who love him. Amen. Brother Dennis would like to share a few words as well. Well, dear saints, since this pandemic has come to the front of all of our consciousness and our fears and our anxieties. This verse has been with me, Hebrews 10, 25, for all these days. And I hope that in the midst of our changing our meeting 
schedule or, or context of how we are going to be meeting together, we would not forsake the abandoning of ourselves together. Let me just read these two verses. Ricky mentioned 24. Let us consider one another for inciting to love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the custom with some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day drawing near. You know, one thing the Lord reminded me of in this last week was how I was touched by the Lord when we went to Taiwan and saw this saints there and how they were practicing the church life and the brothers leading the church there. And this point about changing our concept from large to small. And of course, in my church life here in New York City, all my church life has been here, mostly we have large meetings, a lot of large meetings. And I love the meetings, I love the large meetings, I love the small meetings, but I was touched by this. We need to learn to move from large to small. And I think this is an opportunity where somewhat we're forced to move from large to small, uh, not just by the regulations and the recommendation of the government, but because we're so concerned for the health of all the saints. We want to have the more meetings in the homes, even the Lord's table meeting in the homes. And I think this is really working out together for good for all of us. Uh, I remember hearing this testimony, a brother was saved and they started to have the Lord's table in his home. He was a new believer and he really enjoyed the Lord's table, but he was in a larger church life uh, in Taiwan actually. And one of the brothers talked to him after he'd been in the church life for about a year. He said, how are you enjoying the church life? He said, I love the church life. He said, how's the Lord's table meeting? Oh, it's wonderful, it's in my home. And then he asked him and he was concerned, well, doesn't the church get together for a larger Lord's table meeting? He said, yes, yes, every so often we have a larger Lord's table meeting, but I don't go to that meeting because I can't function. He said, I prefer to have the Lord's table in my home. I think more saints will function as we come together in the homes. So this could work out very positively for our growth in life, for our going on, and for our being built up together. And so I, I, I really hope that this verse would, we could remember this verse, because it's easy, you know, when things are rough and we're worried about our health and our families, just to stay at home and not meet, and not be together with the saints. But if that happens, then our Christian life will suffer and our church life will suffer. We need to come together as much as we can, even day by day and house to house, so that we can encourage each other to go on. This is a very crucial point. And I also want to end with this point. I think it's very significant that our president would designate the 15th as this Lord's Day as a national day of prayer. I've also had this feeling in the last few weeks, all the Christians should rise up to pray. Uh, of course, it's in the context of this pandemic that's happening and what we're going through, not just nationally, but internationally. But it's also in the context of bringing the Lord back. We all need to rise up to pray. And I hope that we could join, not only with one another, but with all the believers in this nation to rise up and pray for our nation, pray for our leaders, to pray for the Lord's blessing, to pray for the Lord's coming. And, and with thanksgiving that even all these things that we're facing 
would not cause us to be anxious and not cause us to be fearful of the future, but cause us even more to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not to our own understanding. Now, Brother Timothy has a word. Praise the Lord, saints. I feel the Lord is leading us uh, having a trailblazing church life. Uh, in my history in the church in New York City, uh, we have not had this kind of a occasion or arrangement for the church life to be in the homes. Uh, this reminded me the brothers already shared that in the very beginning in Acts, uh, the church life just started. So many saints got saved, 3,000, 5,000. How do they meet? They don't have, you know, of, uh, the meeting halls uh, like we do. We have nine meeting halls. Uh, but they meet, uh, firstly, in the temple. That is the big meetings. Then they meet from house to house. So the Lord is bringing all of us back to the very beginning. And uh, that is God's ordained way that we should not just come together in the big meetings. Uh, we have had uh, so many uh, big meetings, even all the conferences or all the trainings are big meetings. But now uh, we are forced, or the law has suddenly arranged that we all will have the church life in all the homes. Uh, I'm expecting and I'm uh, looking forward to the meeting tomorrow in my home. And uh, we will have meeting not just a few in my house, but we will try uh, to have Zoom or something else connected to some other things, uh, even in Manhattan. So I, I, I just feel the Lord is really leading us, uh, having this kind of church life, uh, which uh, on one hand, uh, we will not just not forsaking assembling ourselves together, but rather we will be looking forward that we will be uh, all be brought so close to one another and, uh, and we can uh, uh, all function uh, freely and uh, they all can participate in all the matters. Uh, even tomorrow, uh, while the whole country is praying and we all can pray in our house. And I was impressed that recently on the, <clears throat> on the news, uh, there was uh, Vice President Mike Pence. He was leading a group of uh, uh, brothers uh, I guess they were officials, uh, officials to, uh, to have a prayer time. And uh, just, to, just today, I saw, I, I saw another picture of a, a sister was leading also a kind of a meeting, uh, some officials uh, to pray. So I believe uh, this time the Lord has arranged for all of us to rise up uh, to have the fresh church life following his leading. So praise the Lord. I believe the Lord will lead us uh, uh, in, in, and in his leading, we will have a church life from house to house. Uh, enjoy the law and be built up with one another. Uh, may the Lord's grace be with you all, saints. Amen. <laughs>